It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 27, operationalizing your compliance program through payroll. One of the areas articulated in the 2020 update was around payments and payroll. For both the compliance professional and the corporate payroll function, there is a significant role to play in the operationalization of a corporate compliance program. The 2020 update was replete with references to payment and its critical nature to any best practices compliance program. This includes references to payments to foreign officials, payments to third parties, and hiding bribes in payments to distributors. The 2020 update begins with an admonition to stop wasting time on low-hanging fruit when there are much higher risks in your business operation. Taken together, these questions may not seem new or innovative or something different from what payroll has done for an organization. However, the 2020 update clearly demonstrates the role of payroll and compliance. The 2020 update requires that payroll not only form a part of any best practices compliance program, but when it comes to specific subject matter expertise, payroll is on the front lines of any attempt to prevent, detect, and then remediate anti-corruption compliance programs, or violations, I should say. The FCPA prohibits anything of value to be provided to foreign government officials or employees in, um, of state-owned enterprises to obtain or retain business. This anything of value is not always money, and that money must come from somewhere inside the company. While the Watergate intonation to follow the money certainly continues to be valid in any compliance issue, the 2020 update speaks in a much more depth around payroll's responsibility in a corporate compliance program. There must be a demonstrable controls in place which not only detect fraudulent payments, but work to prevent any such payments as well. Yet when the inquiries are read together, they paint a much broader picture than one of simply tasking payroll with the responsibility to prevent fraudulent leakage of money, which could be used to fund bribes. The questions around approval certification process should be a standard part of any payroll system. This has the effect of operationalizing the responsibility up and down the management chain from the individual employee up through the managers and eventually to the highest level of management involved in the process. This level of operationalization is designed not only to put a set of brakes in place, but also to work to put a second set of eyes on the entire payroll process. Finally, payroll systems have a role in the remediation prong of any best practices compliance program. If there was a payroll control function which led to or even allowed a compliance violation, what was done to fix the control issue? Here, payroll should work to perform a root cause analysis of what was the compliance failure and then enhance or upgrade the control to provide a solution going forward. Of course, there should be a fully documented audit trail for this work to provide to the government should they ever come knocking or even own your own corporate auditors. This means that not only can payroll be one of the compliance function's strongest corporate allies, but the role of payroll by its nature works to operationalize compliance. This is because to implement appropriate internal controls around compliance, payroll must know the specific requirement of the FCPA, know what kinds of issues are likely to come up that might create a risk of bribery and corruption, all leading to an understanding of the appropriate compliance internal controls to implement around payroll and payments. This is most particularly true around the offshore payments, which are generally defined as payments made to a location other than the home domicile of the payee or the location where the services are delivered. 
If a Tunisian agent who performs services in Dubai asks for payment in a location other than Dubai or Tunisia, that will qualify as an offshore payment. If you train people who are in payroll on this issue, they may well pick up the phone and notify compliance when they see a request for payment in a geographic location separate and apart from one of the two standard payment venues. Those are types of communications when properly documented that demonstrate your compliance program is operationalized into the fabric of your organization. Another way to view it is, is there a payroll control for such an area which notes exceptions and requires clearance of a red flag through additional investigation, elevation for approval and documentation of the entire process. It operates as both a financial control as a, and as a compliance control as well. It strengthens the company's internal controls to prevent and detect compliance risks going forward. There are several specific internal payroll controls that facilitate a company operationalizing the compliance program as required under the 2020 update. These controls help keep an eye on the money trail as the money to pay a bribe is usually hidden in some company expenditure. This are four general areas of payroll control, which includes segregation of duties, accountability, authorization and approval, security of assets, and review and conciliation. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, payroll can be a key prevent and detect control in your best practices compliance program. A 2020 update specified the tying of corporate compliance function to the corporate payroll function. And finally, offshore payments remain a key indicia of uh, or indicator for a red flag. Do you have offshore payments made uh, by your organization? If so, why? And more importantly, what's the business justification for such a risk? Have you documented it? This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you will join me for the entire month of January where I take a look at some of the significant changes in compliance and FCPA enforcement which occurred in 2020 and will help inform your compliance program going forward into 2021 and indeed beyond. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.